Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuccinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Welcome, everybody, to week 11 of 2022. Pam's going to let us know all about the week starting Monday, March the 14th, and then I will be back for our meditation. Hi, Pam. What's in store for us? What's in store? Well, um, this week is probably going to be a little more feeling like you have a sense of, um, I wouldn't say being in control necessarily, because that's always an illusion, but <laughs> uh, that you can pull up the resources to work in the way you want to more effectively than maybe the last several days have felt. Um, but before we get there, we still have to go through Monday the 14th. The moon is in the sign of Leo. And when I say we still have to get through, I don't mean that it's necessarily a bummer day, but it is a day when we may uh, encounter a sense of this, I'm trying to proceed and I'm getting stopped or this isn't going the way I really want or need it to go. And what I think is helpful to keep in mind on a day like Monday is that the moon is in the sign of Leo. So there is a playful, creative energy that can be over the top dramatic as well. Um, but what we want to emphasize is that sense of creative possibilities. How do we spin things in a different direction. If somebody's, uh, oh God, I remember in the old days, I would work for um, some producers that were like screaming idiots, you know, and I'd sit there and I think, really? Um, and just this over the top drama in an office. So if you're encountering something like that, or if you feel like you're kind of losing um, yeah, blowing a gasket or something because you might have a lot of fire and, and things just need to kind of be released. Think about creative outlets. How can you express what's uh, coming through in a way that's productive? In the morning, if you're feeling a sense of things are not going the way I would like, I have to make some concessions. Uh, how can I move in a way that is really obtaining what I want to obtain when I feel like things just are not going where I want them to go? The ideal is you think in terms of what is it I want to accomplish or 
have in my world. And if you can allow yourself some time, either through meditation or with your cup of tea or however you get your morning, even driving or commuting wherever you're going, just settle into the space of uh, envisioning how it would feel if you were able to bring to you the things that you wanted to have or uh, give you that sense of being settled and really able to accomplish what you need to. So what I'm saying here is even when we're feeling as though something is unobtainable or we are not getting recognized, seen, or able to express what we would like, to tap into the reality of that potential and to feel it as possible, real, and tangible gives it life, gives it reassurance, lets it know that you are mothering that energy for when it has the appropriate outlet or ability to thrive. And when you're able to do this, you can feel it starts to sustain or feed itself because you are acknowledging it's there, it needs uh, breath, it needs uh, firewood, it needs to be fed, and that it, it will thrive in the right environment. Now, there is a potential for an upset or surprise or something unexpected to be coming in. In the afternoon, this might be personal if uh, it's directly affecting your horoscope. Or it may be something that's happening in the outer world and you can either react to it, uh, have it affect or pull into your consciousness some way, or it simply is a, a kind of, whoa, look at this, uh, can present some kind of detour. What we want to be is uh, quick on our feet with whatever the response that is required of us may be. It can be as simple as, oh, somebody's spilling coffee near me and I move my leg out of the way or um, take this detour or uh, here's an opportunity. Uh, are you going to act on it? And it, depending on who we are or what we're doing, it can feel like it's out of the blue and it's not really something we want to respond to. Or it may feel like, huh, how can I step up and make this happen because it will require it will require one's own agency commitment stepping up taking responsibility whatever this may be um, or it, it may not be directly affected but whatever you are making happen over the course of Monday you're going to find that it is necessary to have the right partners, the right structure in place. Something that's kind of half-baked is not going to get as far 
as something where we pull up the resources we need and find a way to make it happen. On Tuesday, the 15th, the moon goes void, of course, at 6.56 a.m. and doesn't enter the sign of Virgo until the next day. So this is a void, of course, moon, uh, basically all day on Friday. The moon does make some um, geometric aspects to other planets, but they aren't what we consider um, really viable when we're planning things that are about taking action, making commitment, following through. So on this day, on the 15th, Tuesday, it can be a wonderful day for play, for creativity, for staying with a project already in motion, uh, not letting little, um, little upsets or things that come through that seem to challenge whatever it is we're doing to derail you just just stay on task or make it if you can just a day off where nothing is concretely expected of you that can be a very productive way to spend this day because when the moon is void of course for those who don't listen often um, people are not emotionally attached to outcome and when we're not emotionally attached to outcome, then um, you buy a dress that you take home and you think, why did I buy this? I don't like this. Or um, uh, someone says they're going to call you after they met you and they never do. Uh, things happen that just the follow through is, is not... Uh, it, there's no glue. There's no emotional glue. You you go to a restaurant and you're sort of like, well, should I have this? Should I have that? So it's always best to order something tried and true and just know um, you're getting fed. So this day is better to do things that are already on your table. You know what you have to do than to pick up and say, hey, I'm setting my sights on that dream. Um, so Wednesday, the 16th, the moon enters Virgo at 12.59 a.m., so almost an hour after, you know, the day Wednesday, the 16th begins Eastern time. And once it's in the sign of Virgo, now we're in that, that highly productive juice I had mentioned at the beginning of this talk. Because this Virgo moon is really supporting whatever the big agenda, big plan, big turn of the wheel happens to be. It's healing. It is in its own way relentless. So if you have a, a project or something that you are working on, it will take you through whatever the difficult passages may be when you are consistent and stay with whatever the vision or um, commitment is. Uh, 
it's not necessarily easy, but it it has the it has the fuel and the pieces that are necessary to take you to the other side. These are very highly therapeutic days for people who are willing to go through whatever muck they have to go through to get to the other side of uh, whatever the goal was or the I'm going to turn this around. It's uh, strong days if we're wanting to aim for I am beginning an exercise or diet routine or something that's a health um, uh, vision or project that I need to take on. Very, very strong to make that commitment and follow through and have it happen. I also think these are terrific days for um, actually any day is, but um, these days in particular for working together meditatively to push out or uh, change. Um, or maybe maybe the word change isn't, um, yeah, I think a better word is to send energetically the intention for support for transformation that is timely, necessary, and appropriate for this, for where we are. Um, because the resistance that we experience when people, countries, situations, governments, uh, businesses, uh, financial structures, don't want to put in place the uh, changes necessary for the transformation um, that is absolute in this millennium, um, we experience a harder time. So these couple of days are tremendous for going with uh, heroic decisions or intentions that don't necessarily feel like, oh, wow, look at what he or she did, you know, what they were able to do to accomplish and make happen. But, you know, going through the subtle work that really, really leads to profound structural transformation. On Friday, the 18th, the moon will go to void, void at 4.11 a.m. And depending on where you're living in the planet, I mean, the Eastern time, a lot of people will be uh, asleep or just waking up at that point in time. And it enters the sign of Libra at 7.26 a.m. So there's a few hours in the morning with that void, of course, uh, moon. And at that point in time, it is a lovely uh, period to really give yourself whatever's necessary to feel as though you are prepped for the day. Um, excellent for meditation, for whatever exercise routine that you do that allows you to feel very in your body and 
a, a participant in the world. So when the moon is in Libra as of 7.26 a.m., now we're in some thorny energy again because when the moon is in cardinal sign at this point in time, it will, um, it will come into hard picture uh, geometrically with the planet Pluto. Also, um, we are in the sphere of um, approaching that Venus-Uranus um, square, which happens on Saturday. And so this Venus-Uranus square, um, Venus travels pretty quickly through the sky from Earth's perspective. So it happens. Um, it happens in it's not a rare picture at all, but it is a, it can be disruptive with money, with finance and with a relationship. So um, if you are out and about this weekend, uh, we've got that full moon in Virgo that is exact on uh, 3 18 a.m. Friday in the wee hours. Um, so if, if you're out and about in the evening, um, it can feel we might. Okay, so <laughs> let me describe it this way. Uh, when Venus and Uranus are in picture together, um, we can be attracted to things and situations that ordinarily wouldn't interest us, or um, we can have a disruption in something that has to do with relationship, possessions, money, and how personally this affects you has to do with where it's transiting. Now, the full moon, of course, is uh, this moon in Virgo is being lit by the Pisces sun. So what I love about the a Virgo uh, full moon is it gives us an opportunity to really pull in spiritual, creative uh, aspirations, uh, loving aspirations into the mundane, to our routine, to things we do that oil the machine. So it's a lovely period as we're approaching this full moon, to think in terms of what in the routine of my life, in my daily life, really brings into practice what I believe spiritually and is the highest manifestation of love. So that, you know, eat food that's good for you, uh, do things that are loving gestures towards people you work with and live with every day. Um, make time to hug and spend time with your, your four-legged or pet animals. And the Venus-Uranus uh, picture can put a different spin on all of that. It can kind of show us in strobe light, oh, this is really a situation to look at and or we can be attracted or look at something we would not ordinarily see. Uh, the important piece here is not to invest 
and whatever that revelation or assertion is, but to perhaps use it as something that gives you another way of looking at how you love, what you invest in, and who the, you know, where you're going with all of that. So sometimes we can, um, oh, gee, maybe red and purple is a good combination for me to wear. Um, but I wouldn't invest in remodeling my whole living room if that had come up for me at this particular time. The weekend in general looks like it's uh, wonderful for experiencing cultural exchanges, being with people. Um, we want to relate. We want to uh, work through problems, discussions, uh, things, understand different perspectives over this weekend. But as I said, it's not always easy. It can bring up things where uh, people are in um, total disagreement with one another and uh, someone wants the other to bend to their will. So the ideal is to see these things for <clears throat> see these things for what they are but don't get swept into wanting to assert power to such a degree that you don't leave opportunity for true relating and conversation. And that's true with if someone's trying to do that to you on the other end, and of course, what we may be seeing in world events. So the spring equinox happens on the 20th. It is exact when uh, the sun enters Aries at 11.33 a.m. And this particular spring equinox um, has a void, of course, moon. The moon uh, is void as of 8.40 a.m. And it doesn't enter Virgo until 11.45 a.m. However, that Virgo moon comes in pretty quickly after that spring equinox. So it is in picture. It's just the moon is not quite relating in any significant way with that Aries sun. So when we see this, um, the as we're in this day on the 20th, I think it's a very strong day for activating ways that uh, we get together in more transformational and visioning pictures, uh, but not everybody is on board. However, that's not a secret to anybody. <laughs> the hardest thing we do on this planet is relate to others, and uh, yet it is so much worth the energy. And the spring equinox just brings home that the overall vision for this new year, as of the spring equinox, which is how astrologers look at it, this new year ideally is about that theme I keep harping on, collaborative ventures that are more about sustainability. However, um, that wild card Aries sun 
is uh, still still wants to do things my way. So we work on the transitional healing aspects. And because Pluto is very strong in picture at that uh, equinox, uh, once the moon enters Virgo, uh, once again, as always, I focus on transformation possibilities and potential. And now I turn it over to Susie. Thank you. And looking forward to that spring equinox up here in the Northern Hemisphere. And I just love the time, 11.33. Sounds like a spring time for me. So let's jump into, let's spring into our meditation. I invite everyone to find that place of peace and calm where they can sit for a few moments, just 10 minutes. And as we deepen in, we know that we are being asked on on so many levels now to really address transformation, transformation out there in the big world, uh, transformation also in here inside each one of us in the big world inside us so there are levels many many levels emotionally physically the structures so many ways that we can address this transformation and as we come to this as we go through this let's hold a very a specific idea in our mind. Let us ask, let us pray for, let us manifest transformation for the highest good of all beings. So we're asking for manifesting, praying, visualising, creating, not just for ourselves, not just for our family, not just for our religion or our political party or our country, but asking for that highest good outcome for all beings, everybody, everywhere. And to do this, perhaps we have to really call in the optimist in our heart. We have to be the optimist. We have to hold that view So allow us now just to deepen into that place. Perhaps it's very easy for us. We're always walking around seeing the, the brighter side or the happier side or the more meaningful side. Perhaps we're not like that. So let's just see if we can really expand our heart energy now. So visualize in the middle of your chest, no matter what your story is or who you are or what you do or what you've done or what you you have felt you've done in the past, just right now be the centre of the world, be the heart, just you. Allow yourself to fill up your heart with what we call that love energy or 
loving kindness energy. Again, regardless of our story, regardless of what's happened to us, let's go back to that original full heart, full, unlimited, boundless heart, full of unconditional love, and feel your heart expanding. And let's use the colour green. Visualise a green ball of light at your heart centre. Vibrant, strong, like the colour of a radiant emerald. And visualise this light now growing and filling up all of your body so that your arms and legs, your head, everything now is imbued with this beautiful translucent green light. And feel yourself filling up with this energy of transformation, welcoming change, welcoming good change for yourself, for all beings everywhere. And feel the compassion also beating with this light, beating in your heart, the gentle, beautiful energy of compassion, having compassion for yourself, having compassion for others. And the colour of green, the colour of life, the colour of plants, many plants in our world, the colour of growth. So we welcome, we welcome this equinox. We welcome the transformation. We welcome the healing. We welcome growth. And no matter where we are in our lives, no matter how old we are, how young we are, what's happened to us, we are all able to grow every day, to grow with every breath, to grow with every beat of our heart, to grow into a more and more compassionate, kind being. feeling that expansion in our heart. And we take full and complete responsibility for this, my life, my heart, my expression of loving kindness and recognising that each and every one of us can be a change maker. We can help others also to initiate change. We can help others also to expand their understanding and their wisdom and their kindness. And now it's time for us to be that optimist, be that bringer of change in our group, in our family, 
at our place of work. And if we're living alone inside a cave or on the middle of an island without any people around, just meditating on this by ourselves so that we can bring our earth, our communities, our families gracefully, peacefully, without that pestering ego that's always fighting for the self. We bring this light into our world. We bring optimism, faith in the human race, faith in good people, faith in righteous actions. And with a neutral eye, with our understanding, our wisdom of karma and cause and effect, we recognise and hold in our mind fairness and justice, that we are holding this and creating it in every moment. And we allow ourselves now to be absolutely full of all of this wisdom, of loving kindness, to bring vibrant transformation to ourself and to all of the world. And now taking this green light from outside of our body and seeing the whole world, all of our planet now bathed in this beautiful green light of growth, of compassion, of loving kindness. Of peace. And we feel within ourselves the ability to move forward now, to move forward with grace. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Pam. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. And we will see you next week for another, another episode of our weekly program. Thank you so much for joining us. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.